What's up, y'all? It's your girls, E and K. Uh, oh. Grrr. Oh my god. Okay, guys. Um, I just want you to know that was the first and last time you will ever hear Emily intro again. If I hear that occur thing, I swear to God. Can you not I roll your think. R's? It's okay. I can't roll my. I can't roll my R's. I, well, that's that's unfortunate for you. I know. I know. I, that's actually something that's always been annoying to me, especially in Spanish class, because like they'd always be like, "Oh wait, shoot!" Did you <laughs> roll my R's? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. something stuck in your throat it was like it was more like rolling the first time the other one was more throaty try um, again that was more, i i don't want to try it again because it's <laughs> so gonna get grosser and grosser if we're recording wait, this wait wait when you roll your r's you don't have to whatever that noise was it's not oh, that okay, wait, I, uh, shut the fuck up this did not turn into a spanish lesson or like a well i guess not spanish a rolling r's lesson whatever as you know, guys, we do a segment where we have an MVP. Weirdly enough, last time we had did, had a non MVP, we could have like named that a different segment. <laughs> I'm like, well, no, this is the MVP segment. This is the MVP segment, but it's for the most. You could have been like your benched, your bench. Yeah, we should have called that your bench. So like next time you listen to that, be like, that's not MVP, that's your bench. But anyway, we do have an MVP, and the MVP is drum roll, please. <laughs> oh my god! Okay. <laughs> shut up megan markle um, yes the princess to be not really She'll duchess, be duchess to be still. but that's okay because she's half black she's so cute oh my god i love her the funny thing is i'm not even kidding emily i low-key spoke this into existence because we did a podcast that didn't air because it just like i don't know we wanted to redo a lot of stuff and so we did the podcast didn't come out and she was our mvp before and shortly after it was announced that she was engaged yes which i'm not saying that we had anything to do with it because we probably didn't since they got engaged weeks before that but still so you're, you're welcome, welcome world is all i have to say <laughs> you're welcome where's our invite to the wedding honestly yeah black twitter you're very welcome but no kyra and i sat there and like spent majority of our day just stalking the hell out of this girl and we like we sat there and watched like the 20 minute interview of like whatever they did with I don't know who the primary source of it was I guess like they just put it out there but um we sat there and like analyzed every single part like the way he was looking at her I was like like they did like a 20 minute interview and like it was just the most magical thing ever. And I was like, Kyra, like, pause it. it. He's rubbing her thumb. Do you see? <laughs> He's rubbing her thumb. How sweet! <laughs> and then like, oh, look at that little hand squeeze. They're so I adorable. Know, yes, yes. And the way oh, she walked out with him when they like first presented themselves to the public, like she was like holding on to his arm, and it wasn't like like oh I need you. It was just like I love you. Oh. <laughs> God. And I just want to say, I've been following this relationship for fucking ever. I think I even tweeted, I was like, there's true facts. Every two weeks, I like, I'm like, oh, shoot, let me like make sure, let me like check how their relationship's going. Cause I'm always like, oh my God, if they break up, I will actually die. But they didn't. They're getting engaged. And she, oh, I love it. Kyra and I are going to wake up at 3 a.m. to watch this. And I talked to my 80 year old grandmother yesterday. And she like shushed me as I was with her. And she's like, oh, Look who's on TV. And she was like, oh no. And then beforehand, she was like, oh my gosh, Emmy, did you see Megan is going to be in the, 
the, the and I was like, oh, so we know her now. Like Megan is like we're out on of the- anyone I know. Out of anyone I know that would end up at that wedding. Not I me. Swear to God, if you ended up there in just any type of way, I would actually murder you. <laughs> or like, or I would actually be like, how I'm your how I'm coming to. I'm Emily Heidel now. I'll put on a blondish <laughs> wig and be like, Shut yeah, up. yeah, that's me, Emily. But no, oh my gosh, I would not end up at that wedding. But like, I my grandmother was like, you're gonna have to wake me up at three a.m. because like, bitches, we're all watching this wedding. Literally, we're like, we're just wedding. not gonna sleep. We're just gonna like. I feel so bad because, like, the last wedding, what was it, Uh, Princess Princess or Duchess Kate, like, I didn't really care. Like, I didn't wake up. But, like, I feel like a lot of women, like, this girl in the New York Times was like, I'm a British black woman. I didn't care about the royal family until now. I feel like that's how every black girl is feeling right now. I used to have, like, the biggest crush on Prince Harry when I was, like, younger. I was like, oh, my God. I thought he was so cute. I thought William was cute. Then I started losing his hair. And I was like, Harry, you little... Wild ginger, you ginger, you. You wild ginger. And Come here, so, you little bloke. Oh my! Oh, that was awful. <laughs> <laughs> that was like Cockney, also. They're like more posh. I'm like, come on. Um, but yeah, no. So like, I was like obsessed. I was into like when William got married to Kate because I like they went to the school that I was going to apply to that I just ended up not applying. And like I was like, if what I Oxford? No, oh, St. Andrews. Yeah, they went to St. Andrews. Oh, right, right. I was like, wait, what? Oh, yeah, you did want to go there. Yeah, I really wanted to go there, but then my mom was like, you shouldn't, like, just, just go straight <laughs> abroad because you'll never come. Like, she's like, I won't bring you back home whenever you want to come home. I was like, shoot, I might get homesick. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, they went to the school, and I, like, remember being like, I'm going to be like them. I'm going to be like Kate, just go to class, and I'm going to be a prince, and I'm going to become a princess, and it's going to be fucking <laughs> amazing. Well, what do you know? It's going to happen. The fact that, okay, that's the other thing I want to talk about. In the interview, they were like, so how did you guys meet? And she, they were like, mm, a mutual friend. And I was like, Kyra, it's Serena Williams. No freaking doubt about it. Because you said Meghan Markle is good friends with Serena Williams. And obviously, she's met the, the prince and the royal family by like playing at Wimbledon a bunch of times. So I swear to you, it had to be. It is she, Serena Williams. I, I, literally don't i don't know if that's true though because like do you yes. think serena williams is on good enough terms with prince harry that she can set him up that doesn't sound do you know real. how many times she's she's played um do you, do you realize people... serena williams just isn't like she's not like freaking i don't know selena not i okay not okay um she's not like uh your run-of-the-mill like hollywood celebrity she's like the best female she, she athlete does in the world like prince harry liked that though like, I feel like, I don't, I don't but she's know. Played, I was thinking, we don't know my, their like, dealings. My, my nominee, my, like, who I think set them up was Priyanka Chopra. Is that how you pronounce it? Priyanka name? Chopra. Priyanka. Oh, shoot. I mean, that's a really pretty name. She, I, yeah, also, random thing, she is my girl crush. I think she's the most beautiful person ever. But, um. She's very pretty. I think Priyanka Chopra set them up. I feel like that's what's going on. Are she my, friends with the royal family? I don't know, but she's okay. Yeah, you don't know that. She's like an inter. She's an international like. um, Yeah, but she's not. She's not the. I'm telling you, dude. I I needed to, especially okay. It's obviously someone famous because they're like we're gonna protect her identity. Um, I swear they were at Serena Williams' wedding. I'm gonna I'm gonna gonna admit it. Okay, it was me. I set them up. I was like Megan. I have this guy. He's okay. He's a bit of a ginge, a bit of a fire crotch, but he's really cool. He's really nice. Like, you you like nice guys. Um, but the thing is, like, 
she, I don't believe that she didn't know. She knew who he was. I don't think she, she said she didn't know a lot about him, though. She knew who okay, he was. Okay, yeah, though. no. Yeah, she was like, I didn't really know that much about him. It's like, okay, you, you knew enough. You knew enough <laughs> to know, like, he was a big freaking deal. And the other thing is, like, we, Kyra, guess what? We still have the chance to be princess and princesses because um, Denmark and Copenhagen, they have a royal family. So, and I saw their place. It's a very pretty palace. It's not like oh, a grand you're ridiculous. palace. <laughs> <laughs> you said that like that was an option. I checked it out. It's actually very nice. I um, did. When I was in Copenhagen, I went there and I was like, Poppy, Emily, see you here in about you... 10 years. Oh, why don't, oh, stop it. Literally, I think, I'm not even kidding. This is, you could cut this out of the podcast. Emily, I swear to God, if you do that again. I, it's it's not your thing, okay? It's not your thing. Oh, it's not your so trade. It's not your trademark you're thing. You're so mean. <laughs> I dig it, but goddamn, you've done it five times. <laughs> like okay, I'm gonna stop. No, you're not. Yes, I am. I swear. Okay, I'm gonna like literally go through all these podcasts and then <laughs> count how many times you've done that. Okay. Okay. See. I've, oh my god. I, I said okay. Okay. I didn't say it. I I, I, was I felt compelled to. <laughs> I felt the R coming out, but I stopped myself. I, I saw it coming out. I it was just like, she's about to do it right now. Wait, the other thing I wanted to ask you was like, when he, when, I guess you get set up on a blind date. One, how are you Prince Harry and you just walk into a <laughs> restaurant? Like you walk in, he's like, yeah, we like got a drink. And I'm like, where was this drink? Because I feel yeah, like everyone else would be like, what house. the hell is going on? And then Apparently she. was still her house. Where oh, you can't do that. Oh, oh. Oh, god damn it. God damn it. I listen how to apply to Soho House like I'm someone. <laughs> My family friend uh, has, like, access. Or, like, he's, like, a member. Ooh, who? Which one? Uh, the Tan- so You never met Steven, but um, uh, Steven Tannenbaum. He, like, works in New York. But, um, Dope. Tell him to bring us. Well, the thing <laughs> is, like, I asked him, I was like, oh, my God, can you bring me? And he was, or take me? And he was like, I, uh, you can only invite one person, like, a year. Oh shit! I know. So I was like, "Oh well, dang, dang." So I guess that's not me. Yeah, and it's like a password type. It's either I can't. Wow, that makes so much sense. They went to Soho House. I hate. I hate celebrities. I hate them. I know what's really weird to me, actually. I thought was funny ish. Um, I was like looking at an interview. It was like Prince William and Kate, like surprise this girl on this radio show and she was really casual when she met them she was like oh my god i can't believe i met you guys i'm like that's your fucking future king holy shit but she they surprised them they were like promoting mental health awareness which is really great and they were like um the guy was like hey like i'll promote anything you want if you can get me on the phone with obama and i was like you're talking to the king right what? now what <laughs> Wait, that's so disrespectful. I, I mean, thought that was so disrespectful. I was like, Obama? Like, not, not like, Obama, obviously, obsessed with him. He's great. But I was like, he's the president for four years. Sarah, you don't have to like, justify liking Obama, okay? Oh, you, like, have to, I, just so you know, I like him. Don't worry, I love Obama. But, no, but um, honestly, I was just like, this dude's going to be, like, king forever. Like, you know, when it happens, it's going to be, like, forever. Like, his whole life. And you're being like, can you get me on the phone with Obama? See, Kyra, women like me aren't concerned with your little titles that you're you freaking out about. Cockney. You keep on doing cockney. Why do you go cockney? Well, I'll just stop then, because I just <laughs> thought I was doing well, but, you know. Oh, okay. no, it was a good one. It was a good one. I liked it. It was just really cockney. 
anyway, how, oh, I do sound like, it's like, anyway, it's like the winch, like, anyway, yeah. the little, <laughs> uh, like, I sound like the winch in the bar in the in, in the countryside. Yeah. Whoops. I'll work uh, on it. Okay. But, no, I dug it. I was just wondering why you go for Cockney birds, but I guess you, that's one you hear a lot in, like, movies and stuff. Not like, you know, like a traditional British, like, Thing. I don't know. Not I don't, I don't know Harry. where I'm going. With what if Harry Styles performs at their wedding? I doubt it, but that'd be fucking. I would just be more jealous. I'd be really bitter. Harry Styles wasn't nominated for any Grammys, and I think some of his thought. I think Side of the Time should have been nominated for something. Just stop crying. It's the Side of the Times. I like I how he I, like the way he like uh, like the way he sings. I love, what the way he like sings. I like it. I like it too. I like the way that he performs. Like when he performs Kiwi, he's gone like full rock star. We've tangent the fuck out of this one. <laughs> <laughs> We're just gonna talk about every British person named Harry. <laughs> Harry Potter. Um, <laughs> I will not talk about Harry Potter. Anyway, whatever. Anyway, Meghan Markle, she's such a class act. She's like a she's an ambassador for the UN for like women's rights. Is that yes. Right? Woo! Like, yes, she is. She's and she's like went to Northwestern. Her mom has go dreads. blue. Go, I mean, big, sorry. What the hell? It's, it's in the Big Ten. Okay. It's in the Big Ten. You're so obnoxious. Um, <laughs> she went to Northwestern. Her mom has dreads. Like literally, I fuck with it heavy. Her, like her mom, literally. If you like look up their history, they they were very like they did well when Megan was like born. I guys, I stalked the hell out of them. If you can't tell, but they did well when Megan was born. But her mom was a social worker. Her dad worked on married with children as a DP. But um, before that, their families were, like, very, like, they, like, didn't have that much money. It was, they, like, her dad came from, like, a coal mining country. Or, like, country, but, uh, a coal mining town where they coal mined. And it's just, like, crazy that, like, you could, like, literally come from anything. And your daughter ends up being, like, a duchess. Like, they had no plans for that at all. Like, that's insane. I was talking about that, like, with my, um mom that like it's kind of funny because like when I was little I used to always be like I want to be the president or I want to be a princess and like she'd be like yeah you can be anything you want to be but like she used to tell me she was like yeah you're black you and you're a black woman you'll never be a president or princess and now it's actually happening to people so yay for the come up am I right <laughs> as we part ways with the British realm the sports subject today isn't something uh very relevant to the moment it's kind of like the bigger picture I think but um, as you know, what's been happening the past few months, especially with, um, you know, NFL players kneeling, you know, Trump not being okay with it amongst other people, not being okay with it. Um, the one sport that hasn't taken the time or hasn't really given any attention to politics, um, right now, other than the NHL, uh, is the MLB. Now, despite you know, the MLB's waning popularity. Um, it does have the most diverse locker room out of any major sport. Uh, NBA, majority black. Uh, NFL, majority black. NHL, majority white, along with, um, like, Scandinavian, Russians, et cetera, et cetera, Eastern European uh, players. But MLB, you have black players. You have Hispanic players. You have black Hispanic players. You have Asian players. You have your regular um, 
you have your backwoods country white guy, and then you have your like white guy from like the city. There, it's such um, a a a diver, diverse locker room, and I think baseball is not taking advantage of the fact that they could really create a conversation. Like if they had, if you sat down the biggest stars of like let's say each nationality, sit down and each color, and you sit down and you have them on MLB Network or like some sort of roundtable, or you commission like CNN or even freaking Fox News, MSNBC to, or even like a, you know, NBC, like uh, ABC or like something like a partis- nonpartisan, but you sit them down and you have them talk it out. And they're like, let's talk about the locker room dynamic and what it is now. Let's talk about how baseball, you know, we could, you know, this could bring fans back to the sport too, but that's aside. Uh, I think that's, something that the MLB could be doing to also increase um, viewership and fans, but also, you know, better the country. Because even it's it's been a year later and we still haven't really sat down and, like, talked with the other side. We still consider the other side to be a bunch of Neanderthals and vice versa, you know? So um, that's my I little spiel. Like, I feel like I have, like, kind of an opposing view on that, and uh, which might be surprising. I don't know if, like, I'm not sure if the – and if the MLB is saying like specifically, and actually they might be, because I remember you were working as a, you were working on the cameras for like a team, and they were like, if someone kneels, like move it away. Can I say that or no? Um, yeah, I'll have to think about it. Okay, well, I think it was. It still kind of like has to do with what you're saying, though. Okay, well, well that's re- okay. That's but that's at the that's I'll at the re- team re- level. Re- that's I'll at the re- team re- level, though. I'll rephrase it. You did deal with a sort of like discussion on it. and like even like even like when we were talking about it in different forms with different like people and different teams or whatever, it seemed that that's like a subject that they that's not really wanting to be touched on. That's what I'm saying. And like here's my thing. If the because... I don't think oh wait, let me finish. I don't think that if um if the players don't want to talk about it, I don't think that's necessary. If they just want to make it a team thing and they they're just like I'm just here to play the game. I'm going to do what I want. Like if they, they're like, I don't feel the need to kneel. I don't want to. Like, I don't like. That's their opinion. If someone does want to do it and they are suppressed from that and they're not allowed to do that, then that's a problem. But I don't think that we like have to like force a discussion if people don't want to discuss it. So like, I don't like like for a team. Like people are already discussing it on different forums, on different platforms, like different. The people who want to talk about it are talking out about it. I I one hundred percent back them up. I one hundred percent like okay, you have I that know. platform. You're allowed to do that. I don't think that it's, like, necessary to be, like, well, you guys aren't doing, like, this team isn't doing it. We, You have such a diverse thing. You should be doing that. I think that's unfair to, like, kind of put that on someone. No, but you're not seeing so it from the perspective of uh, baseball's fan base right now is majority white men over the I mean, age I'm of, wait, 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 like, wait, wait, over 50. First. No, you didn't. I mean, you no, I didn't. Yeah, you, yeah, you did. I didn't finish. I wasn't done. Okay, go ahead. Like yeah, me. They might. I'm saying if it's. I'm talking about in terms of the players and their choices. That's what I'm telling you. Wait. Okay. You said you didn't cut me off. Okay. But here go, you are cutting go, me off. Go. I'm talking about the players and their choices. If the players want to do it and they are not allowed to, if that's a, if that's a decree from their like from the owners of the team, then I'm like that's not okay. But if the players do not want to do it because they're like that's not. I don't want to speak on that. That's not on me. I'm going to do what I'm doing. I'm here for the game, not for this, like not, not for the sport that I love. 
and not for the political thing, then that's their choice. I think, like, the way that you phrased it is kind of just being like, oh, you have this media, you have to use it. And, yeah, it's, if you have a media, a media, you have a platform, you are allowed to use it, and you're allowed to use it as you want. I respect the hell out of anyone who does it. But I don't think it needs to be forced on every single, like, sport. If the people in the sport don't want to talk about it, I don't think it's needed for it to be talked about. Like, I don't, not that need for, like, if people are doing it and people don't want to talk about it, I don't think you have to force someone to make a stance on something they don't feel like discussing. Because I would ostracize them, that would affect their careers more than any other sport. I'm not saying, no, I'm not saying force people to talk about it. Because of the fan base, because of the ownership, I, there are, there are players who feel like they, like, it's not like they've been, you know, restricted, like, don't do it, because you obviously can do it, and there's a player that plays for the A's, um, that did it, um, and he was the only player in the league that did it, but, um, it's the fact that they feel like they can't do it. Like they feel like they can't. Cause it's like our, our, our fan base isn't going to be okay with our fan base is, is the people who support, you know, Trump and support the, the troops unfailingly. And they think that kneeling has to do, and I'm not saying kneel. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying, like uh, discuss, I'm saying discuss anything. Just... And I think they don't have, they don't feel like they can because of who, who is running oh, the teams. Oh, wait, who, um, really quick. Really quickly, this isn't me interrupting because I do agree with that. Um, kneeling is not just against the troops. I like it's literally against the fact that like the national anthem was written by slave owners and the fact that there's oppression for black people and people and like literally Colin Kaepernick was talking to a veteran when they were about like when he wasn't like sit like sitting down. Like I think Omar talked about this, but like someone was talked about this, but like they're like he was talking to a veteran. They're like, hey, why don't you just kneel? Why don't you kneel? Like, to, like, make a stand. And, like, it wasn't against the troops or, like, it's not spitting in the face of veterans. It's literally against, like, the country that we're in that is a, that insults, the, uh, that spits in the face of black men, black people all the time. That lets a 12-year-old die and then, like, the pe- person who did it get away with it. And, like, I do think that if, if people want that platform to talk about it, that needs to be discussed. Hell fucking yeah. And, like, I see what you're saying. I thought you were trying to say, like, oh, they need to discuss it more. Like, they no. sh- I don't know why they aren't. Like, people should discuss it even if they, like, don't want to. They need to do it. If, like, they feel like they don't, they can't because of their, like, surroundings, that fucking sucks. Because everyone should be able to express themselves without being attacked viciously. Literally a peaceful fucking protest. People are like, oh, yeah. They used to, like, say that black people loot or whatever, and they always put this violence on us. And then when there's a peaceful protest, that's not good enough either. And I'm sorry. I'm getting into this. It's getting intense. I was trying to keep that light. But, like, that really annoys me. And, like, so, like, I see what you mean. That there should – I think everyone should be able to have a voice to you. And everyone should be able to not have to do it if they don't want to. Like, it's fine. But if someone does speak up, like, they shouldn't be – lose their career because it's literally such a – it's their choice. It's more supported in the NBA and the NHL. I mean, uh, NBA and the NFL. Um, and there was a hockey player in the NHL. He didn't kneel. He he raised his fist during the anthem. I don't remember. I didn't look very much into it to see the backlash or if there was any. But um, again, that's the fan base. The fan base and the, you know, the ownership uh, is against it. Um, but yeah, that's that's just what I have to say. I think baseball has an opportunity to do it. Um, 
I won't say any specific team, but there are some there are a lot of teams that with their ownership are very conservative to the point of like you can't even play like rap music in in um in the uh like during BP, which is batting practice, which is before a game. You can't play what rap music. That? I can't say. I mean, I'm not it's just like you if go to a game. Why can't you say? What team? Just go to no, I'm listen, go to a game. And you'll see, and you'll see, and listen to what they're playing, and you'll be like, wow, this is not I mean, I, I'm in, I live in Atlanta. They play. Braves, the Braves are not Cubs. one of them. The Braves. So, like, I can't go to games. I'm trying to figure out, like, which teams, like, where, what, like, areas would that be? Um, from the teams I've spoken to, um, so, like, the Royals, Kansas City Royals, they are very conservative with their music, but it also, again, has to do with their fan base. Um, the... The the White Sox in Chicago, they're pretty conservative with their music. They play a lot of rock. Again, it's like, the thing is, like, there's it's, a different... It's like, they're playing, like, okay, I get it. I don't, like, so, it's not like... So, but they don't, they don't, I've asked them, like, you know, you know, what kind of music do you guys play? When I was with the, with the Mets, it was about in-game entertainment, and that was a huge part of it, obviously. If you're a fan, you want to hear good music. So I would ask, what kind of music do you guys play? You know, do you, do you is ownership more conservative? Like, just, you know... Justin Bieber, like, kids pop, or do you, like, try to play rap and keep up with the current stuff? They're like, yeah, we, we play top 40. We try to stay away from rap. A lot okay, of teams I, would say I, that. I, and, like, with the Mets, where I was, the ownership wasn't having it with rap. Like, if, we, if the guy would play one song, it was, like, it was so funny, too. The last series of the home, uh, the last uh, series of the last homestand, which was in September, um, it was actually on my birthday, they the Braves were playing the Mets and they came and I told the DJ he was like I'll let you I'll I'll take requests from you today because like it's the last game like I don't really care what they have to say so I was like okay like I and I I was like oh let's play Cardi B and he played Bodak Yellow and Dansby Swanson on the Braves started like dancing on the side and I was like this is like this is what we need like we need people to dance and like have fun and not like play like and it's not like they play country music they'll play like a lot of edm but it's like it's just it loses you but the, i will say I the dodgers like, I, guess it's like, I guess it's like preference stuff i like, like it's it's preference atlanta, by atlanta ownership a, though yeah atlanta's like such a like rap area so like i get it people well, are like yeah no like our teams aren't like like you know that's not really like what people around here listen to as much i don't know like that's like you know it's like rap but, could be like rap could be like very interesting because it like you're like you know but for example the yankees the yankees they, their music is terrible too. Like they don't, they don't play, they won't even go into like, I mean, they'll play some top 40, but they're not, they're not very current with their music. But I, I will I say the like, Dodgers, they, they play majority rap music. They have a very right. urban, like D, they have a, the DJ um plays a lot of like the way the guy described it. He was like, it's very urban feel, like a lot of R&B, a lot of rap. And I was like, this is cool. And when I went to the World Series, that's what I felt. And I was like, this is high I hype. Like it was See, fun. Like, I, I loved know. it. I'm not like I don't I don't like I like rap music. I don't know if I like only have to listen to rap music. I like other music, so I can like I think I can get with it. Like I'm not like if you're not playing rap, I won't be like I won't be pressed about it at all. But um, I did dig when I went to the Braves Stadium and they were playing like Slippery. Yeah, <laughs> well, because it's, it's also Atlanta, you know. Yeah, and- no, my friend, my friend Lindsay, he like tweeted. He was like, 
uh, Atlanta's playing Migos right now, so that instantly makes them one of the top teams <laughs> in the MLB. You cannot tell me anything else. Right. Or like, like, um, and the thing is with me for the Mets, sorry, I'm about to, with the Mets when I was there, it's like, you're not in, you're not in, um, Minneapolis, Minnesota. You're in New York City. You, you're in, not even that, you're not even like Long Island, you're in Queens, okay? You're in a place where the week before, Jay-Z's like festival, The Meadows, was hosted there and you had majority rap artists. Why aren't you playing rap music? Why aren't you trying to cater to the younger crowd? And you know, like it's just, it doesn't make sense. And like um, the A's in Oakland, they play, they play, um, they play Bay Area rap. So they'll play a lot of E-40. They won't play G-Eazy because he has like mellowish kind of music, but like they play stuff, you know, with the area. Like, Jay-Z is a Yankees fan, but they, they have so much more to pick up from. You can play ASAP Rocky. Like, they just don't do it. Anyway, I, separate, I don't know. Anyway. Um, it's a, I that. I combo. Yeah. Um, I didn't, like, didn't, like, it's just funny because you have, like, a perspective from the background, which a lot of people don't have. So that's actually really interesting, I think. We're gonna have like a po- we're gonna have an interview coming up, Emily. Who's com- who's joining us? Uh, Courtney George, um, AKA. AKA Hurt Bay. Now I knew her before she was popular. Okay, she we both knew. Yeah, she went to she went to high school with us. <laughs> Sorry, Kyra, we did go to the same high school. Yeah, um, <laughs> my bad. She did go to. We went to the same high school, Woodward Academy, ATL Georgia. Um, we Academy. cheered together. Um, we actually were in the same stunt group and there were times when like, I would be trying to, fo- oh, were we in the same stunt group? I can't remember. I think we were, but there were times we'd be doing like a dance, like at the end of our routine and she would just goof off all of the time. And like, I couldn't focus cause she was like making me laugh the entire time. So yeah. I feel like Courtney for you and like our friend Jessica, like she was like that, like, I don't know. Sometimes when you go to high school and you're like younger, you like become friends with someone who's like in the older, like I almost said PC. Oh my God. The older, uh, grade grades. And like, they feel so much older when you're a freshman and someone's like a junior, they feel so much more mature than you. Oh yeah. And like when they like become friends with you and kind of show you the ways and like, kind of like, kind of like grow up and they kind of like show you like what you do, what you don't. I feel like that was, she was that person for you. For me and our friend Jessica, Courtney was like, Whenever she'd be like, oh, hey, and she'd be with her, like, junior friends, we'd be like, ah, okay, yeah, yeah, we're, we're cool, and, like, she, she introduced us, that was funny, I actually can't say it on here, but there was one stupid time, something we did with, like, Courtney one time, um, uh, and, you know what I'm talking yeah, about? It, it's, they were so dumb, but, like, it Courtney, so like, stupid. it wasn't, like, Courtney was dumb, it was just, like, them as, no, but it was, it was, like, it was, because it was all three of us just being really stupid. Oh, she's, okay, anyway, okay, but anyway, so yeah, she's really fucking cool. <laughs> I remember when she, like, blew up as her bit, I, like, saw it trending on Twitter, I was like, Courtney George, I know her. What's yeah, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so she's really dope, we're gonna have a cool conversation, I can't wait to see what we're gonna talk about. Yeah. So much fun. Tune okay. in. Coming up next. <laughs> dope. All right, guys, we are back, and we are here with Courtney George, a.k.a. Hurt Bay. Thank you for joining hey. us. <laughs> How are you today? I'm good. Thank you guys for having me. No problem. So the recent news, we have a list of questions to ask you, but the recent news that's been huge in the last day is Meghan Markle and Prince Harry's engagement. As a mm-hmm. black woman, even though she's mixed, do you have any sort of feelings about that? 
Honestly, I am very happy for them. I think love comes in all different shades in 2017 and even in the past, and I'm I'm happy for them. Yeah, we are too. Mm-hmm. So since being, you know, becoming like this internet sensation, what's the coolest thing you've done in the past year? So I've done a lot of cool things this year. It's It's been like a life-changing year, to be honest. Um, but one of the coolest things that I've done since Hurt Bay, I think, has been uh, modeling for YSL. I did a shoot for them earlier this summer around like August and I never in a million years thought that I'd be modeling for YSL so that was pretty cool. Have you always wanted to model? Um I wanted to model for maybe the past three years and then I've got gotten serious with it in the past couple years and then it just kind of took off after the video. Did the YSL campaign like come out yet or is it still like no, it hasn't, it hasn't launched yet. Oh, that's awesome. That is so mm-hmm. sick. So yeah. since, I guess since like the Hurt Bay video came out, have you been um, returning the favor and hurting any potential bays of yours? <laughs> uh, no, at least I don't think so. I mean, I do, I don't know, I guess like curve a lot of guys. I'm just <laughs> like, no thanks, no thanks, no thanks. But I haven't been like intentionally hurting anybody. Right. I think karma will do its job, you know. I was just wondering, what are your DMs like? I feel like you probably have like a jillion from guys <laughs> being like, please yeah, let me wipe it's, you. It's crazy. <laughs> I, I've gotten DMs from like thousands of people. It says like 99 plus and like the, the message suggestions or like requests. I've gotten DMs from like celebrities. No. It's really? really? Like, yeah. <laughs> So do you, like, do you even have time now that you're so busy to, like, entertain a relationship, do you think? Um, well, right now I'm trying to, like, focus on, like, myself and, like, my career and advancing um, my modeling career, my acting career, and, like, living in New York is also a job in itself. Exactly. So, I mean, I, I date, but, like, nothing too serious. So I was wondering, like, how did you even, like, discover that you were hurt, Bay? Like, how did you know you were trending? So I, so the funny thing is they didn't tell us, like, hey, we're going to drop the video tomorrow or, like, just heads up mm-hmm. because no one thought that it would be this big. So they were just, we, we did it and we kind of forgot about it. And we did it in October of last year. So it didn't come out until the day after Valentine's Day. So that's like four months and you kind of forget about it. And so my best friend, she called me and she's like, Courtney. And I'm like, what's up? And she's like, get on Facebook. Like you're all over the internet. And I was like, you're lying. Like I literally thought she was lying. <laughs> so I get to work and like I'm at my desk and then I just start shaking. Like my hands start shaking. What? And I'm looking at the computer and I refresh and it's like, 10,000 views refresh, it's 20,000 views refresh, it's 500,000. No. It was insane. Oh, my God. (laughs) Did you know that you were, like, a couple's Halloween costume? Yes. Well, I saw it on as, like, a joke, but I didn't see any, like, actual costumes. I was at a party, and someone was like, yes, I'm Hurt Bay. And then she's, oh and he's Leonard. God. I was like, I know her. <laughs> <That's> so <crazy>. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, we asked um, Giancarlo this. But, like, mm-hmm. you, have you, like, been able, like, 
don't know, if you're looking into dating, have you gone on, like, the app Raya, where you have to, like, have, like, a following, and there's, like, all these celebrities on it? Have you been on that? Hmm? It's called Raya? Yeah. No, no, I haven't even heard of it. You can probably, honestly, the way you get on it is, like, you have to, obviously, you have to submit your social media, uh, whatever, and... I think, I don't know if it's either you have to just have enough followers or it's like you have to have three people already on Raya to like refer you, but I'm pretty sure you could probably get on there. Like it's like a, they have to go through and see like if you're actually worthy of it. And I'm sure if you do, you should try it. Yeah. Demi Lovato's on it. Demi Lovato. Like so many famous people are on it. Emily tried to get on it. Joe Jonas was on it for like um, a period of time before he got engaged. Really? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That is so crazy. Yeah. It's a it's a sweet app. I wish I, you know. Well, were they, like, they denied you? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Let's not talk about it, okay? okay. I actually had a, I had a friend of mine who was a, a Power Ranger on Nickelodeon, and he was on it. I got him to refer me, and it still didn't work. So, um, yeah. Aww. Yeah, so, but you should try it. I'll refer you. You'll have two referrals next time. Yay! Okay, good. Good, <laughs> good, good. Um, the other thing we were thinking about along with um, Lance Herbe was they talked about you on The View, um, mm-hmm. and they seemed kind of critical that you were, like, seen with him, I guess, or with Leonard again. Um, mm-hmm. What What's it like to have people on the outside looking in, like, making judgments about your life? Um, when I don't really know what's going on, I guess. I, I, it's weird. Like, it's really weird to, like, wake up one day and then you're on the reel and you're on the view and you're on the shade room and and everyone is talking about you and your relationship and your personal, you know, life. It's weird. Um, I don't feel a way. I think it's just kind of the nature of the game. Like, you're going to talk. You're going to have your opinion. But, like, at the end of the day, you don't know me. You don't know me personally. I don't know you. Like, it, it says something about you more so than it says about me. Um, I was seen with him because I, I'm human. I mean, I think a lot of people don't, not go back to your ex, but, you know, have a conversation or, yeah. like, you know, see what went wrong and um, go from there. I think... Everyone's entitled to their opinion, and it is what it is. So do you So you have a good relationship with him still? After that, and it, it blew up, and it was in the shade room, her yeah. days seen with her ex, it, was, it put tension on our relationship. It made me feel like, oh, I'm doing something wrong. Uh-huh. Like, I shouldn't be talking to you. But in reality, like, the whole video was a hour and 30 minutes so they edited it down to six minutes to make it look away that it wasn't necessarily um okay but our relationship is is pretty cordial right now do your parents have like a different opinion like how are your like parents and your like friends reacting to it like trying to help you like i guess navigate that that i guess water and still be like aware my, that you know you have to deal with mm-hmm. public stuff. My mom has always like liked him. <laughs> She's just like, oh, like he should come over for dinner, like when we were dating. And then you know, my dad was kind of indifferent. He didn't really care so much. Um, but after the video, my mom 
you know, she didn't like him as much, mm-hmm. but like my dad despises him. He just like, I don't want him in our house. I don't mm-hmm. want you to ever talk about him. I don't want you to ever do any interviews with him. Like he's dead to me. Wow. But as a father, you know, I could see that. That's like her a two daughters. Okay. And do you have any advice for those who end up discovering that they're in relationships with uh, unfaithful partners? I would say I can't tell you to like get out of your relationship or break up with your girlfriend or your boyfriend. I think that's on you as an individual. I think you know your relationship more than anyone else. And I think if if you feel like you can deal with the unfaithfulness, then by all means. But if you feel like it's a deal breaker, then leave the relationship and do what's best for you. It's interesting you say that because um, we did this interview with Omar Miller last week and he was talking about, like, I was talking about, you know, navigating the player, you know, spectrum of, like, guys who just are fuckboys kind of all the time. And mm-hmm. he was like... Um, and I was like, well, as a celebrity, like, you know, and, you know, as an athlete for Giancarlo, like, you know, should a woman expect them to be faithful? And he was like, well, you have to understand, like, the magnitude of what he has to deal with. Like, he has, like, a regular guy has five women coming at him, but as an athlete or a celebrity, you have, like, five million mm-hmm. women coming at him. So, like, now that you have that, you know, viewpoint with your status now, like, do you still think it's okay to, like, you know cheat when you because of all the temptation that's there i don't think it's okay i do understand the magnitude of people coming at you and all the dms and requests that you get on a daily basis it is a lot but it takes a strong person to make the decision to if you're in a relationship to be faithful i feel like if you if you think the temptation is too strong and that you're not going to be faithful in your relationship don't get in a relationship Okay, that makes sense. I feel like Harry, you're pretty, you're pretty uh, opinionated about that, right? Yeah, no, I 100% agree. Like we were talking about, like just like cheating and relationships earlier, like yesterday, and I just feel like if you like want to be in a relationship with someone, like mm-hmm. then you, you decide to be, you choose to be faithful to that person, and you should just like honor that person. And if you don't want to, and you want to like look at other people, then you should do like right. service to both of you and like end it or like talk. I think if if you're looking at other people, then you're not ready. Or that person that mm-hmm. you want to be in a relationship with isn't for you. I think the right person for you will cancel out all of those other people and you'll only focus on that one person. Are there any signs that you are going to look for, I guess, in your next relationship that are, you know, that now that you're privy to um, because of Leonard that you're going to want to watch out for? Yes, I think... There were red flags in our relationship that I just totally looked over. And, like, the whole experience has taught me to really evaluate your relationship while you're in it. Like, I I mean, I don't know what to say. But, like, finding things in his phone, that's a red flag. And those are things that I just ignored in the time that I was in the relationship. Do you think it's okay to look at a guy's phone? Like, at what point? Like, because I feel like every girl does it, but, like, at what point, like, it's, like, not crazy to do it, you know? I think if... 
see, I think it's, I don't think it's a good thing to look in a guy's phone. Like, I would never say, yeah, girl, like, go look in his phone, like, <laughs> see if you can find anything. But I think when you start seeing random telephone numbers texting and calling your guy or your girl, then it's like, it's a question that should be asked. So you have a blog called Life Lessons, and I was wondering, like, what are some of those lessons that you've learned this year? Wow, a lot of, I've learned a lot this year, to be honest. Um, like I said, I learned to put myself first, and, like, after the relationship, I, I took some time before dating to just find myself again, and I think that that's important, just to know who you are, like, spend some time alone, like, what do you like to do when you're not with someone else or not with friends or like, what do you do for fun? What do you do in your spare time? Like, I think it's important to, to be busy with yourself and, and know who you are as a person and what you like. And before you get into the next relationship. So that's what I've been learning to do. Be happy with Courtney before jumping into something else. I love that. And I, I did jump into something else. And then I realized like, I'm not ready, so I, I can't give my, my all to this until I'm ready. How'd you know you weren't ready? Uh, oh, go ahead, Kara. Like, uh, what were some things that you did by like by yourself that you liked that like kind of like let you get to know yourself? You. Um, well, before, so I said we recorded it in October, and that's when we kind of broke things off. And then it went viral in February, so that was like four months for me to just like be by myself without anyone knowing that I'm hurt bay. So I would go, you know, to the mall shopping, go to the movies, take myself to dinner, like just date myself for a while mm. before it was like weird. Like, Oh, hurt bay's by herself at this bar. It's really weird. <laughs> <laughs> but like before then I would do stuff like that. So it, it helped me to like regain my confidence in, in who I am. That's definitely something that, like, Emily and I were talking about. Because Emily, like, always is just, like, you should go to the movies by yourself. It's, like, a mm -hmm. fun experience just to, like, do something by yourself. You don't have to be with someone all the time. And it's, like, yeah, nice. it, it helps you to, like, feel confident. Like, going into a movie by yourself when you see groups of friends or, like, dates. And you're, like, no, nah, I'm cool. I'm just yeah. I'm by myself. And I'll tell somebody about the movie later. Like, mm -hmm. I'm cool. It definitely is a weird experience. But, yeah, it, it's, like, one that, like... I've only done once, but I would do it again because it's like mm -hmm. you're just used to going with people before. It's like going to an amusement park by yourself, although I would never do it. It's like something you're not yeah, used yeah, to doing yeah. by yourself. And it's like I feel like you're hindered sometimes when people are like, hey, I want to do something. And then they say, oh, I have something to do. Then you feel like I can't do it because yeah. I don't have anyone to go with. But I think it's important to still do those things that <clears> – <throat> that you would normally do with someone else by yourself. Like my mom, um, she divorced my dad and then she got remarried years later. But like in the meantime, she just like, she was such a good example of doing things by herself and like for herself that I really thought about like my mom was alone for a long time before she got remarried and she found herself and she dated herself. And that was a good example for me. Yeah. I think that's all the questions we have. But yeah, I think we're good. Thank you, Courtney. Okay, so no much. problem. You're welcome. All right, bye. Bye, bye guys. 
So this was the first time that we can actually say it was a great interview and know that it was because we recorded it prior to recording yeah. this episode. <laughs> I tweeted this, but like, you might be able to tell in the other ones, we're full of shit when we, not full of shit, but like. No, we are. We're full of, like, the interviews went well, but we're full of shit whenever you hear me be like, oh, what a great interview, because we would record that before, not knowing what they said. I mm-hmm. literally tweeted that they could have, like, cussed us out and called it our mom's hose, and we would have been like, ha, oh, what a great interview. Exactly. But- <laughs> exactly, <laughs> but, but that, that was actually good. Interview. Yeah. I mean, like, the other interviews were great, but this one we actually know while we say it that it was a great interview. Yeah, exactly. Corny's really cool. I can't wait to see her YSL campaign. That's going to be so awesome. Everyone check it out. That's legit. Like, YSL is, like, freaking legit. Like, go, girl. Um, but, yeah, yeah no. Kyra, who, to finish this off, who are you inviting to the E&K tailgate? The E&K tailgate is, we said we need to invite a guy, and the guy that we are inviting is going to add some class up to this party. But he can still get down. If you look it up, guys, it won't be too, like, whatever. He's the cool one. I am inviting, drumroll, please. <laughs> Prince Harry. He will bring Meghan Markle, and it, we will get down. And also, we invite him to the tailgate. He invites us to the wedding. It's a fair trade. It's a fair, uh, obviously. <laughs> obviously. And, and you know, he could probably rude. bring some of his other Blue Blood friends, so maybe we oh, can for us to get like, in yeah, there. He can set up the blind date now. So, yeah. Like, there'll be a blind date at the tailgate. Emily and I will end up being, like, in with the royals. You guys can come hang out, I promise. We'll hit you up. But, um, yes. So we're inviting Prince Harry. He will not bring anything because he's a prince and he does not make anything. But he will have some. Like, <laughs> he probably has some skills, dude. We can't. We can't. It's another like roasted chicken. He'll yeah, that's what I was gonna chicken. say. I was like, they were they were cooking. Chill, bro. Don't yeah, don't when, knock him. When they were when he proposed, they were roasting some chicken. So they can roast chicken. It'll be like the classiest chicken ever. And Megan would be cool. And they like have their little like tailgate outfit that's like cute, you know, really classy but still casual. It's going to be dope. We'd be like, look, Prince Harry, we're going to give you a little, we're going to pour some Crown Royal out for you, okay? <laughs> Get some Hennessy and pour it out for you. A Hennessy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Crown Royal. Wait, they, saw, they, they like made a meme. My friend's <laughs> boss made a meme and it was like, this is going to be the primary drink at, at their wedding and it was Crown Royal. <laughs> I was we're like, dumb. that is the most perfect, that is perfect, perfect. Oh my God. We're going to like, okay. So, like, wait, we have, have... like Let's, like, look at who... Yeah, I was about to say... Oh, you were about to say... Have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's a great group. We have Cardi B. We have Cardi B. So, she's probably going to bring Offset, and Offset will bring the rest of Migos. Okay, okay. I mean, Atlanta's British royalty, am I right? Atlanta's mm-hmm. royalty, am I right? Yes, <laughs> um, yes. Uh, Cardi B and Offset, Demi, and, like, she's going to bring... She's going to bring Nick Jonas. Like, yeah, as we, like, invite people, we instantly, like, you have to bring this person. So we're inviting two people. Well, wait, so if Nick Jonas is coming, then... Probably Joe and Kevin, and Joe will bring Sansa Stark. Okay, Sophie Turner, and, like, Kevin can stay home. Uh, That was mean. Kevin, you can come, I guess. Yeah, come on. I feel like he won't vibe with the tailgate. Whatever, Kevin can get down. And then we have... Since when? Since when have you ever seen Kevin get down? Anyway, anyway. (laughs) We'll have Megan and Harry. Yeah, um, thanks for listening to the E&K... Whoa, I was about to say Ian K. Tailgate. Thanks for listening to The Ball Out with Ian K. See you next time. Bye.